What is leadership presence and how does it impact my effectiveness? Welcome to another episode of Relearning Leadership, where we explore a specific leadership challenge and break it down to help improve your leadership, your organization, and possibly your personal life. I'm Pete Perrins, and today we're going to explore the concept of leadership presence. So let me start with two stories, contrasting stories. The first story is one where I was leading a workshop, uh, probably 40 plus leaders in the room. This happened to be overseas. And I got to the hotel where it was being hosted in the hotel room. And I usually don't worry too much about hotel rooms, but this was a nightmare. Lighting was terrible, really dim. Uh, this was an this was a, one of these hotels that was kind of an architectural landscape, and and they had these old classic huge pillars in the room all over the place with Y connections holding the ceiling up, blocking everybody's view from different angles. You know something you hate as a trainer that people can't see you or slides or you know, videos, whatever. And then they, they they oriented the room in such a way not it not what I what I had asked for but it was a vertical long room I'm on one end and that's you know I was like oh no terrible right I want to be realigned so all morning right I'm I'm trying to adjust this I'm trying to fix this because I I want to be present when I'm teaching you know and I want to be there and and this morning I just. I was lost, right? And even to the point where people came in and, and I was really short and, and agitated uh, with them. In fact, somebody later in the day said, Pete, you know, I came in the room and you just said, hey, go find your seat. Let's start. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> total failure. Um, I think the entire day was was not, not my best moment. Now contrast this with um, a class I attended. Uh, Bill Joyner, uh, author of Leadership Agility, and and uh, was leading a 360 class for some of us coaches and educators. And I remember when I walked into the room, uh, Bill Joyner came up to me and was incredibly attentive to me as an individual. And then I noticed that throughout the morning before the workshop started, he did this with every single participant, right? This intentional connection and, and attention he's giving these people. And there was a point when we did sit down, we did start talking, realize, oh crap, the books weren't prepared right, or they weren't printed or something. And there was this moment of panic, but he was able to recover fairly quickly and, and did not, you know, have an impact, negative impact on that session. So, so what do we think of when we hear the word presence. Well, presence is actually a fairly complex word uh, with many different definitions. So let's look at a few of these and how they might relate. So number one, it's attendance. It's showing up. You know, it's just, I'm here. Uh, Bueller, Bueller, you know, it's that concept of just being there. Uh, Number two, existence. Okay, so I'm here, but am I mentally here? Am I engaged in the process of being here, right? Am I connected to what's going on here? Now, third is a demeanor. Now, what's demeanor? Demeanor is is more of like our body language. How are we carrying ourselves? Do I strut into the room with confidence and authority? Do I sulk into the room with, you know, don't call on me, you know, I'm just here, (laughs) right? So a demeanor is, is the way we carry ourselves, that body language. And then there's this aura. 
right? Aura is a little bit more about our emotion, like what's going on? How is that projecting? You know, am I happy and excited or am I sad and, and a bit, you know, down on things? You know, this, this concept of, um, you know, confidence and stuff. And that starts to tie into composure, right? Confidence is a bit of composure. Composure is also self-control. Composure is also a little bit about how calm, you know, the difference between myself and Bill Joyner, that calmness and composure, which a lot of times, you know, we are products of our environment, right? And so how we're showing up is also a reflection of what's going on in the moment, in our lives, and, you know, other meetings that we've gone through, et cetera. And the last one I, I want to throw in here, kind of a, a tweak, presence or present is a gift, right? And you think about all these other things, being a, being in attention, being in existence, being uh, a, a, a positive demeanor and, and uh a collectiveness, right? Our aura. That's a gift. It's a gift you can bring to a meeting that says, I care. I care to be here. Okay. So we've laid out the definition of presence, but now let's maybe just explore why presence is so important to our leadership. Well, think of catalyst leadership at its core is really the ability to sense and respond in the moment. Now, something I learned from Bill Joyner uh, in one of the workshops we did uh, was to imagine a camera lens. And so I encourage you to kind of zoom your, your hands out in front of you like a square, almost like you're, you're taking a picture. And, you know, when you got your hands way out there, what do you see? You know, you see, okay, I can see Pete, or, you know, I can see a camera, or I can see a light or a picture right? I can zoom in and I can look at something, right? But it's, and it's really focused and, and narrow. You know, and I start to pull back and I start to come in. Now what's happening, right? I'm getting that wide angle lens. And what do I see? I, I'm starting to see everything, monitors and, you know, bookshelves and, and lights and the microphone and, and the computer. I, I'm seeing all sorts of things that are related. So we've got this narrow view and we've got this broad perspective view. Now, presence and indeed catalyst leadership, is this ability, right? It's not one, right? Here I get the detail. I see what's going on with the individual. Here I get the broad perspective. But you notice what I lose in each one. When I'm focused on the individual, I lose the wide angle. When I got the wide angle, I lose the details. And yet, if I'm going between them two, I, I, I'm task switching a little bit. This is an art form as much as a science. This ability of, of leadership in the moment, right, is corely connected to your presence. And that awareness and, and recognition of what's going on is central to your effectiveness as a leader. So how does presence relate to emotional intelligence? Hmm. So when we think of emotional intelligence, really, this is kind of rooted in two things, right? First of all, am I emotionally intelligent of my own emotions and feelings? And secondly, am I emotionally intelligent to be able to perceive and pick up, notice other emotions and feelings in the room? Right now, while this is something I can teach, this is not something that I would suggest is one of my competencies, right? This is something I've had to work on uh, for quite some time. In fact, I've gotten coaching on this uh, through numerous, uh, not numerous, uh, a couple of coaches really helped me work through a couple of these things. 
Now, one of the coaches I had, actually one of our ALJ guides, Sarah Bigwood, um, she said something to me that stuck. She said, Pete, feelings are facts. Now, as a trained engineer, right, this stuck out to me. This kind of threw me back. It's like, wait a second. You know, facts are data points. Facts are are tangible. Ta- facts are real. You know, feelings, on the other hand, are, you know, fuzzy and, and feelings are uh, fluid and manipulable and, and, you know, things like that. You know, they're, they're a little softer. And she said, Pete, yes, emotions are under that surface. But think about the feeling is really just a body's data point. Feeling is a connection to the emotion. Feeling is, is a fact. It's, it's there. It's present. And, and that, as somebody who thinks more logically, that was really a kind of a key indicator into a little bit better EQ about, you know, not only the importance of my own feelings and how it's representing something, but also maybe how others are feeling, how that might be pointing to something else. So think about emotional intelligence isn't really possible without a presence. And so I believe leadership presence is core to activating that EQ. So how does presence relate to power style? Now, we learned in another episode, power style is a dynamic rooted in two sources. One is power from within, and the other is power of others, right? The within is the assertive power, the others is the accommodative power. So how does presence play? Uh, I want to take you back to a coaching um, relationship I had with with one of the um, uh, leader I was working with. And this was a, a fairly high-ranking, you know, uh, company officer. She she was in charge of multiple product owners and products. Um, it was called what what's called a product manager. Um, you know, she was strategically responsible for the strategy and direction and execution of of multiple products and in, in software. So they had a lot of responsibility and people, a, a small team of people that she directly related to. But then she would also involve in meetings with the product teams as well. But what she heard in feedback from her her own leaders and and even some others is that her voice was muted, like they didn't hear enough from her. They didn't feel like they had enough connection and and direction and, you know, things were a bit vague and open. And, you know, she she talked a lot about, you know, being rooted in servant leadership. And, you know, that servant leadership is often perceived as a very accommodative power style. You know, we put others first on, the, uh, you know, and we support them. And that's a really respectful sense of leadership and can be really powerful in many ways. But for her, it was, it was becoming a bit one-sided. So we talked, we explored, we, we looked at different, different areas in, in her leadership. And, and one of the things that started to emerge is, is just her presence in meetings. Where did she sit? She often would sit at the back or side and, and let others come to the front and center. Uh, she would sit back and down. Um, you know, in a sense, her presence in the room reflected her intentions. And, and so we said, well, let's, you know, what, what would it be like if we experimented sitting a different place in the room, sit at the center, sit, you know, raise, raise your chair up a little bit, you know, sit a little bit more forward, uh, you know, maybe once in a while, let's stand and facilitate a dialogue at, at the whiteboard. And what, what she found just by changing some of this presence, her demeanor, her confidence, her engagement, 
changed her power style. She, she became a bit more what, what we might consider respectfully assertive just through changing some of her demeanor. And it was incredibly powerful to see the transformation in her, in the confidence. Like, all these skills were in her, but this enabled it to maybe come out in a way that it hadn't before. Okay, so where do we go from here? I encourage you to start to explore your leadership presence in various situations and meetings. You know, how are you showing up and what is being projected and how is that being perceived? And maybe even getting some feedback on your leadership from some others to say, how are they seeing your leadership? And I'll leave you with a checklist that might help as you join meetings to think about, to maybe expose some of your internal presence. Number one, what am I feeling right now? And what emotions do I want to bring to this meeting? Number two, where is my energy and what energy is needed in this meeting? Uh, number three, what is my body language saying, right? And, and what do I want it to project? Number four, where's my attention and what is distracting me? And finally, checklist number five, what is my sense of calmness, self-control, and confidence? So I enjoyed spending some time with you today. I appreciate you joining us and enjoy the journey. Relearning Leadership is the official podcast of the Agile Leadership Journey. Together, we build better leaders. It's hosted by me, Pete Behrens, with contributions from our Global Guide community. It's produced by Ryan Dugan with music by Joy Zimmerman. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave us a review, or share a comment. And visit our website, agileleadershipjourney.com forward slash podcast for guest profiles, episode references, transcripts, and to explore more about your own leadership journey. 